0: As the countdown for the planned return of astronauts to the moon through NASA's Artemis program runs down to December of 2025, looming uncertainties with the development of SpaceX's colossal 400-foot-tall Starship rocket pose potential delays. This possible setback stems from ongoing difficulties in the development of the Starship, a vehicle intended to transport two astronauts to and from the lunar surface. NASA's Exploration Systems Development Mission Directorate leader Jim Free voiced his worries, hinting at a probable shift of the schedule into 2026, about a year later. And he said the current timeline for the first astronaut moon landing under Artemis program, termed Artemis 3, is set for December of 2025, Free said during the National Academy's Aeronautics and Space Engineering Board meeting. And he further conveyed apprehension over the challenges faced by SpaceX, which might push the deadline even further. Now, before undertaking a lunar voyage, the Starship must first prove its capability for orbital travel. SpaceX's first attempt to test this involved an integrated flight of the Starship atop its 33-engine super-heavy booster. This initiative, launched from SpaceX's Starbase facility in South Texas in April, transmitted essential performance data back to Earth and back to SpaceX headquarters. The company declared test flight a success. And this is despite the rocket spinning out of control due to multiple engine failures and eventually it was destroyed by a self-activated destruction system. Now, SpaceX ground teams found themselves tasked with rectifying damage to the Texas launch pad and reinforcing ground infrastructure. And if all goes well, the next SpaceX super heavy starship test launch might occur by the end of the summer. As indicated by CEO of SpaceX, Elon Musk. However, the Starship Moonlander isn't the only cog in the Artemis mission's mechanism that could cause setbacks. Last year, NASA selected Axiom Space to develop a new, more flexible spacesuit to protect lunar bound astronauts. The new suit, expected to debut in the Artemis 3 mission, surpasses NASA's existing design in terms of suitability for the reduced gravity environment of the moon but its creation, like the SpaceX Starship lander, may delay this mission as identified by NASA's Inspector General. Now, Free emphasized that SpaceX's obligation to deliver according to their fixed-price contract with NASA. And NASA had awarded a $2.9 billion contract to SpaceX in 2021 to furnish a Starship vehicle as a human landing system for the Artemis 3 mission. This marked an attempt to revive crew landings on the moon for the first time since 1972. And the contract stipulates that any additional expenses arising from delays or design alterations lie squarely on SpaceX, not with NASA. And while some delay in the Artemis III mission's launch in 2026 is anticipated, it still presents a formidable challenge. The NASA Inspector General's 2021 report revealed that the Moonlander might not be ready for crew flights until 2028 based on the average delay of major NASA spaceflight programs. The Artemis 4 mission, slated for launch in September of 2028, is also subject to possible delays due to the construction of a new mobile launcher tower at the Kennedy Space Center. And the presence of a larger, Boeing-built upper stage on the Space Launch System moon rocket necessitates a new launch platform, a situation that may strain the 2028 launch schedule. And despite the prevailing uncertainties, NASA remains hopeful about SpaceX meeting its obligations, with an updated Starship schedule submitted by SpaceX under review. NASA's expectations of the private aerospace manufacturer's success in fulfilling its commitments remain very high, and the firm's performance, however, will be the ultimate determinant of the Artemis program's timeline. As they put it, they just have to get this thing flying. NASA's free assertions underscored the looming challenges on SpaceX's path to facilitate human moon landings after nearly five decades. His pointed remarks have sparked widespread discussions within and outside NASA, primarily due to the potential influence they may have on the scheduled Artemis missions. They said, NASA's engagement with SpaceX hinges on a firm fixed-price contract, which stipulates that their primary obligation is to deliver. His assertive remarks reflect the mounting pressure on SpaceX to rise to the occasion and honor the commitment of ensuring astronauts land on the moon by the stipulated timeline. The $2.9 billion contract that SpaceX earned from NASA in 2021 emphasizes the creation of a Starship vehicle for the Artemis 3 mission, marking humanity's return to the lunar surface since the historic Apollo missions. Now, the Starship vehicle, part of SpaceX's proposal for the HLS, was the most cost-effective bid submitted in 2021, boasting more cargo capacity than other competitors. And since securing this contract, NASA has entered a separate agreement with SpaceX for a second Starship lander for the Artemis 4 mission and also awarded Blue Origin a contract for a human-rated lander for Artemis 5. Aiming for the moon, a crew of four will be launched from NASA's Kennedy Space Center on board the Space Launch System rocket and the Orion spacecraft. The same duo underwent successful test flights around the moon the previous year during the unmanned Artemis One mission. Meanwhile, a second test flight, the Artemis II mission, is penciled in for late 2024. The crew of four is set to be sent around the moon's far side before making their return journey to Earth. At the heart of the Artemis Three mission is the Orion capsule. Entrusted with transporting the astronauts to the moon's vicinity, where SpaceX's human-rated Starship lander will be ready to meet with them. Towering at 15 stories tall, the Starship lander is designed to ride atop SpaceX's new super-heavy booster, the massive reusable rocket currently being developed by SpaceX. And once the Starship lander reaches a few hundred miles above the Earth, it will be filled with methane and liquid oxygen, methyl propellants, using a series of Starship tanker vehicles. Now, this design of SpaceX's Starship is set to have multiple iterations, encompassing tankers, propellant depots, moon landers, satellite launch vehicles, and deep space crew transporters. Now, once in lunar orbit, the Orion spacecraft is slated to dock with the starship lander. From there, two astronauts will enter the starship to embark on a descent towards a landing site near the moon's south pole. The remaining two astronauts will stay aboard the Orion capsule as it orbits the moon following several days of lunar exploration, the starship will return to space, rendezvousing with the Orion spacecraft to reunite the four-person crew before the Orion capsule finally returns the astronauts to Earth. However, the exact number of tanker launches required to support a single starship flight to the moon remains under wraps by both SpaceX and NASA. SpaceX's contract with NASA also includes an unmanned starship demo landing on the moon, preceding the Artemis 3 mission. To fulfill the requirements set by NASA, SpaceX will have to execute a significant number of launches. A pivotal milestone in the pathway to the Starship's unmanned demonstration landing on the moon is testing SpaceX's ship-to-ship cryogenic propellant transfer system. This key technology is required for any mission that wishes to send Starship beyond low Earth orbit. SpaceX and NASA have decided to postpone the critical design review for the Starship Moonlander until after SpaceX has demonstrated a successful propellant transfer. This delay is reflective of the technical challenges and the complexity involved in propellant transfer in space. Now, beyond this, there are other technical hurdles that SpaceX will need to overcome. For instance, there are questions about the human rating process for Starship. Historically, NASA has used a stringent process to certify vehicles for human spaceflight to ensure safety, which includes various design reviews, testing, and also standards for redundancy. The process can take years, and it is unclear how this will be handled with SpaceX's Starship. This is particularly challenging because SpaceX tends to employ an iterative development process with frequent design changes and improvements being made. Also at stake is the company's need to prove that it can reliably recover and reuse its Super Heavy boosters. While SpaceX has become proficient at landing its Falcon 9 first stages, the Super Heavy booster is a much larger and more complicated vehicle. Its successful recovery will be vital for SpaceX's ambitions to make space travel more affordable and sustainable for everybody. And as of now, only a few static fires of the Super Heavy and the initial integrated flight test have happened. In the meantime, SpaceX has faced criticism over its approach to environmental and safety standards. There have been concerns about the impact of Starship testing and development activities at SpaceX's Boca Chica site in Texas, with some environmental groups and local residents raising issues of noise, pollution, and disruption of wildlife. Then there's the pressure from other competitors in the space industry. The awarding of the lunar lander contract to SpaceX was met with protests from other companies, Blue Origin which lodged a protest with the U.S. Government Accountability Office, the GAO, and the GAO denied the protest. But Blue Origin and its partners in the National Team Consortium have continued to press for a second HLS contract, and they were awarded this contract. In the face of all these challenges, SpaceX remains undeterred. The company has a history of overcoming hurdles, whether they be technical, bureaucratic, or competitive. It's revolutionized the space industry by making reusability A reality and reducing launch costs significantly. Many believe that if anyone can deliver on these ambitious timelines and technical requirements of the Artemis program, it would be SpaceX and Elon Musk. Thanks for listening to the Elon Musk podcast today. I appreciate your support and I appreciate you spending the time here with me today. Now, if you could take a second and hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now, That would be amazing and it would help the show tremendously. So thank you for that. Also, please take care of yourselves and each other and I'll see you in the next one.